Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off too. Damn. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. I have one of the sweetest bachelor men i know of ben zorn on the podcast today hey ben hey how's it going i am good just so y'all know ben was on caitlin's season of bachelorette and then also bachelor in paradise season four because he made everybody wait a few seasons before seeing him again yeah. on tv yeah i know i just had i had too much going on with for me at the time i get it well let's talk about Bachelorette. Everyone likes to know how people got cast for the show. So what was your story? So I actually had a very different story than I think a lot of the other people that are on there. Okay. Um, a, lot, a lot of people that were on my season, they go through the whole casting process and it's a lot drawn out and you go to finals weekend and all that stuff. And um, uh, it was ironic because I think it was towards the end of January, um, one of my buddies, he, him and his girlfriend were watching the show and uh, they'd had a little bit too much to drink and thought it'd be a funny idea to, uh, to sign me up for The Bachelor. Um, I was single at the time, and there was, I, there was no reason for me not to, so um, I got a phone call a couple days later. They made my entire profile. They, no. grabbed my, they grabbed my pictures off Facebook. They did all that and, um, and sent it in. And two days later, I got a call from, it, from, from one of the people at ABC asking me if I wanted to do the show. Whose season were they watching at the time? I think they were watching Caitlyn's season. Oh, okay. They were, they were watching, or I guess they were watching Chris Soule's yeah. season, yeah. Okay. And, um, and so uh, I got a phone call, and they asked me two questions. They said, are you single? And I said, yes. <laughs> and they said, would you be interested in something like this? And I literally said, sure. And they were like, okay, well, you know, we'll send you the application, just fill it out, send us a couple pictures, all this stuff. I probably half-assed the application. I probably answered, like, maybe half the questions and stuff. And then they're like, perfect, we want to move you forward. And so they put me in the next phase of it where you have to, like, film, like, uh, you know, like a little video or something like that. And I'm busy. I got a bunch of stuff going on. But I was like, I'm going to try my best to do the video. Long story short, I ran out of time, and I'm like, well, I don't know if I have time to even make this video. So I called my buddies. I'm like, listen, I'm coming over. I'm going to sit down in front of a, in front of an iPhone and I'm literally just going to have you ask me questions. And they were like, okay, perfect. So my buddies, they're on the couch next to me. They're laughing their butts off. I like what I'm saying. Asking me simple questions like, you know, describe your perfect date, describe your perfect girl, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, fast forward, I sent it in and they got back to me. I'm like, you know, I'm thinking there's no way they're going to pick me now. Like this video is awful. Like there's all these people doing like, you know, activities and they're right. surfing and doing all this other cool stuff. And I'm like literally just sitting in a chair and they, <laughs> they got back to me and they were like, honestly, we loved it. Really? I'm like, are you kidding me? They're like, we love the honesty, the raw footage. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, I'm almost like trying not to get on the show. And fast forward, literally three weeks later, I was on the show. Originally, they were going to ha not have me on this season. They were going to have me on the following season. Okay. And, and then they called me two days later and were like, all right, we decided to actually bring you down for this season. You're going to be down in here in two weeks. And I'm like, oh, my God, I am not ready at all. And did you have <laughs> any idea it was going to be Caitlin and or Britt? No. So I literally found out on, I think we flew out on... Two, on Monday night or two, no, we, we flew out on Tuesday Okay. and I found out just like everybody else um, on Monday night when they, when Chris Harrison announced that it was going to be two bachelorettes, that's when I found out also. So literally we were all in the dark. What did you think about that concept? Um, it was weird. I think in one way I liked it because I feel like it's very difficult for people to just like pigeonhole you into one person and say, this is who you're going to go for. Right. Um, but at the same time, it was also difficult too, because normally night one, you can spend some time talking to that one girl. Mm -hmm. And for us, I mean, we had two girls to try and fight over and talk to and fight, fight over for time. So that made a little different, a little difficult. Um, it's so hard because like, I didn't really see that much of Chris Soul's season. And so um, I was kind of up in the air about both girls and I kind of just went in with an open mind. Well, I mean, it's so crazy because you barely have any time with one person on the first night 
And as you said, yeah, you're trying to battle for, for two people. That's just insane. Yeah, it was nuts. And I don't know if a lot of people know this. I know it's, it's probably been talked about before, but our night one was actually filmed over two nights. Oh, really? Yeah. So we had so many people because we were we had two people to talk to, obviously. Um, they actually, we had a whole night one, and then it went until literally the next morning. Six, six or seven in the morning, and they put us all back on buses, bussed us back to the hotel, they dry-cleaned our suits and all that no. stuff, and then they put us all back together on the same buses, they drove us back once it got dark, and we did the whole thing, not over again, but we kind of went from, I guess, like, midway through the cocktail party and on. Wait, I feel like this has never been talked about, or I've just never heard that. Really? Yeah, no, we had two night ones, basically, so we did all our intros, and then we had, like, maybe four or five hours of, like, you know, interacting with the girls and stuff, and then we all went home, and then we came back, and we literally did it all over again as far as the cocktail party. Was there any guys that wanted to redo their limo entrance? I mean, doesn't everybody? <laughs> I would love a redo. <laughs> oh, my God. I think I blacked out when I went out there, we but... All but um, no, I, but nobody nobody was able to redo it. it they, they didn't reshoot the, the intros or anything like that. They just basically started from the cocktail party on and just said, ready, go. And then we just went for it. And then I'm assuming you voted or whatever on the second night. Yeah, so it was actually interesting. We Yeah, we voted on the second night, and that's probably what took a little bit of time, too. Um, and it was hard because, I mean, I, I tell people this. Uh, Brit at the time, I actually got a better first impression from Brit. Like we had oh, a better okay. conversation. Um, both girls are beautiful, so you can't really use that as a uh, as a judge. But um, Brit gave me a better first impression when we were talking. A conversation flowed a little bit more easily. Mm -hmm. But the reason why I voted for Caitlin was because I felt like one, she had more depth to her, mm -hmm. and two, I felt in talking with her, I felt like like it mattered more to her. Like it it was so this whole process was so frustrating and like I could tell like how much it bothered her mm. that I felt that was the the the, the reason why um, I, I voted for her and I felt like there was more to her and I felt like I could get to know her a little bit better. Did the guys in general talk about who they were going to vote for? Like with each oh, other? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, we, we all kind of talked about who we were going to vote for and stuff like that. So, I mean, there's a little bit of... Um, there's a little bit of that back and forth with the other guys where they try and, mm -hmm. you know, persuade you because they obviously want to, want to keep your, their girl around. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, I think most people pick the person that they actually wanted to be there. I feel like they filmed it where you go in a room and you write a name on a paper and put yeah. it in a box. Was that really how it was? Yeah, it was literally like Survivor. It feels so cutthroat to me. You know what I mean? It is. It really is. I mean, it was over in a matter of seconds. So then when Britt didn't get it, was was there any time with her or did she just like leave the mansion right away? No, she literally left right away. There was no goodbyes, no nothing. Were there any guys that were like, damn it, I want to go home. My girl didn't get it. Yeah, no, there were actually a lot of guys that were that were that were considering leaving the mansion because of that reason. Who was it again? I remember they aired some people, but who wanted Brit? Oh, God, I don't know off the top of my head who wanted who. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't remember it off the top of my head who, who wanted who, but um, but it was it was definitely a split. I mean, I think the voting was actually pretty close. What a weird concept. I wish they would do that again, actually. Right? I think, actually, I think it would actually be better because it does give people a little bit more of a dynamic, and it lets people get to meet more than one person. We want to talk a little bit about the season. Um, there's a lot of questions from Sean, Nick, all of this stuff. So I'm just going to get right to it. Yeah, go for it. There were some people who felt like Caitlin was giving Sean too much reassurance when y'all were filming. Did you get that impression? Um, we all kind of, I mean, I, I don't, I'm sure you can kind of speak to this as well from, from your experience. Mm -hmm. But um, from night one, we definitely saw that there was definitely a connection between Caitlin and Sean. Um, I believe he was the one that got the first impression. Rose. I think he did. Yeah, I think. He did. And, uh, and so you can definitely see that there's a lot of chemistry there. So whether, whether he wanted to get a lot of camera time or build get reassurance or not i think she was giving it to him regardless right and then did did a lot of guys think he'd be the final guy like as the weeks go on 
Yeah, I think right around week three or four, we could we had we had a pretty good idea that that she was into Sean and Sean was kind of like the the lead horse, if you will. Isn't that so weird that you like stick around though, hoping things are going right. to change, but you secretly <laughs> know who they're going to pick? I know, and I feel like it's a lot of the producers that are really good at that. They're like, you know, they 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 pick and <laughs> pick and choose who goes on the dates. I think, and they definitely make you get get you to think at least along the lines of, you know, this person does like you because of this reason. <laughs> exactly. and... No, stick around. I promise. That's not exactly. the way it really is. Right. That's exactly. so funny. So then Nick walks through halfway through filming, basically. And says, I want to come. And she lets him stay. Yeah. Were the guys mad about that? Were you mad about that? So I, so he, yeah, he joined us like halfway through New York. Um, yes. We didn't really know too much about him. Um, but when he joined us, it was one of those things where it's like, you guys already, I don't know, the, I always use sports analogies, but it's like you went through camp with all your buddies and you've, you've put in all the hard work and stuff like that. <laughs> and then this one guy comes in at the end of it. And, and he skips all the hard stuff and joins you at the end. And it's like, it just kind of leaves you a bad taste in your mouth. Right. So I think right away, we just weren't too happy about just him joining. It could have been anybody. The fact that it was Nick didn't really matter. It was just anybody joining halfway through. Um, and then, um, and then to, you know, to add on to that, I think that it bothered me a little bit for that reason. Cause I feel like, you know, if he, if he came on in the beginning and just like everybody else, right. I think I would have had less of a problem, but it's the fact that like, he joined us when there was literally, I think, 12 people left. So I'm like, well, I wish I could have joined when there was 12 people left. Too, I don't want to you know? do the hard work. Exactly. And so um, in the beginning, it was like that. And we were all kind of against him, I would say. Okay. But then slowly but surely, we all started talking to him and we all started to loosen up a little bit. But it was just that initial like, you know, what is he doing here kind of thing. And did you have any idea? Did, did Caitlin tell you that they had a connection before the show at all? Um, no, she, I don't think she told, I can't remember if she told us or not. I don't believe she did. Okay. Um, she did, I don't think she told us that they had been talking before the show started. Interesting. So let's go on to the dates. First of all, I always like to know what your favorite date on the show was and what your least favorite was. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, um, so my season was funny. I mean, so this is my analogy, whether it's true or how much truth there is to this, I don't know, but. I feel like there's so much more drama with the girls that they give the girls all the cool dates and then they give the guys all the all the like, hey, let's make them either take their shirt off or look funny and stupid or both. <laughs> or make them beat each other up. Or make them beat each other up. So I would say, honestly, like one of my favorite dates was the boxing date, ironically. You liked that date. I liked that date. Huh. And the reason why, I mean, so I ended up winning. But what I liked about it was, one, obviously I, I, I played football and I'm into sports and mm -hmm. stuff. I got to train with Layla Ali. And I got to work with Muhammad Ali's trainer, which I thought was just the coolest thing ever. I have no boxing experience whatsoever, so learning how to do that was awesome to me. And so that part was fun. I mean, it was kind of weird because we all literally met each other like the day before. So it was weird that now we're going to fight. Box each other, yeah. Right. But, um, but overall, I thought that was one of the more fun dates. That was where I felt most in my comfort zone. The other stuff that we did was a blast, too. Like, we rapped on stage in New York and stuff like that. Literal nightmare, by the way. I mean, we did a rap battle. I, I can't rap even if you give me the words. And so it's like, that was terrifying. But at the same time, it also, like, I felt like it made me, like, better as a person. It made me step way out of my comfort zone. Yeah. And that's what I love. Um, but then... Uh, so that was one of my that was my favorite one with that was the boxing one and then my least favorite one as i'm sure it's been chronicled on on the show mm. uh my least my least favorite one was the uh was the date in ireland where we had to we had to basically write a uh a eulogy basically how we weird write, was that it was really weird and um for those for those listeners that don't know or didn't watch my season or something like that my i lost my mom when i was 14 and mm -hmm. so um, and that was, that was really hard for me. And so when, when I'm on the show and of, I, again, I'm sure they probably design a lot of these dates with specific people in mind. Did you feel like that date was manipulative? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I definitely felt like they put me on that date for that reason to get me emotional stuff. And I mean, to their credit, like that's how they get good TV. Ugh. So like, I don't blame them for it, but that was my least favorite date. Cause it's like, they hit home for me. Nobody else in that room had had to say a eulogy. No. I had. And so that was, 
definitely hit home for me, and I wasn't too happy about the whole thing. And uh, I, definitely, I definitely kind of made it known on the show. But it was definitely that was that would say I was my least favorite, but it was also the hardest. And also at the end of the day, like even if I wasn't on that date, that would be weird to me. Oh, that just seems like not a fun date, even if there, you know, you didn't have some sort of emotional attachment to it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, right? Yeah. Like, it, I, just, it was, it was, I feel like they could have done it differently. I mean, I can understand the producers setting up a date for someone who, like, is afraid of heights or something. But to, yeah. to trigger your emotions about your mother's death just seemed, like, really weird to me. Really gross. Yeah. I feel like that was a stretch. I know they, they did a date in the past where I think one of the girls, her her husband or boyfriend was a race car driver and he died and they brought her to a racetrack or something. Oh, that Emily Maynard. Yeah, I think yeah. that was her. So, so, I mean, that was messed up, but it was still like, like take her out of it. It's still a normal date. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mine, mine, mine was just messed up. <laughs> And then you also had the escape room, which was your first, your one-on-one, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I you completely forgot. forgot about that. Uh, that was actually one of my favorite dates, too. I really loved that. Um, they didn't show, I don't think they, sh- I mean, we were in there for about an hour and a half, probably double double the time that it normally takes somebody to get out of there. <laughs> but um, it was also the first time that they had really done something like that and showed it on TV and stuff after that. Um, everybody, they, that's when these like escape rooms they started popping popular, up yeah. and they got super popular. So not that I had a, a say in it or like it was my, my, the reason why it blew up, but, uh, but it was a lot of fun. We were like, like before us, I don't know if people had really done them that much and, um, and they were, they were a blast. They were really fun. Um, so what was different about our escape room dates and I tell people this all the time, they're like, Oh, you know, I went to the escape room the other day. It was so much fun. I'm like, yeah, it was, it, it was, it was a lot of fun, but our escape room, what made it so different, and of course they did it for TV, yeah. um, they put live animals in ours. So um, other escape rooms that you go to, like they got actors and it's funny and stuff like yeah. that. They legitimately had scorpions, cockroaches, snakes, yeah. like birds. literally everything. Birds. birds, they had the birds for Caitlin, that's yeah. right. Um, and so that was pretty, it was... I think that was the moment where, it, like, that's. I think that's why it took us so long to get through that because we couldn't really like run around and do all this stuff. Because like, I pulled out a brick and there's like a massive scorpion in there. I'm like, oh, oh this is more real than I thought. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course, for anyone who doesn't know, Caitlin is terrified of birds, so that was your opportunity to console her. Exactly, and for I mean, for anybody, for anybody that's scared of anything. Um, it's very real no matter what kind of situation you're in. So her fear of birds was 100% real. And I mean, it was to the point where like they, they, there was nothing that I could do to get those birds to, or to get, to get her through that. Like it was, it's a real fear. And so, um, they had to take the birds out and then we had to go in. I want to know if you felt like you actually had good chemistry with Caitlin in hindsight, or if it was more of just like a fun friend thing. So I think originally, um, originally in the beginning, I thought it was just getting to know each other and stuff. And then I think that first one-on-one date gave me a lot of hope. And I think that's what it does for a lot of people. That first one-on-one date gave me a lot of hope because it was the first time that like, I remember we were in a limo on the way to this date and we got to listen to country music and talk a little bit. And, and it was almost like, you know, whenever there's music on, that's usually when the cameras aren't rolling because they can't hear what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's when we kind of got to be a little bit more real and got to engage a little bit more like and relax and let our guard down. And, and we had a blast. And so that moment is kind of one of the moments that I really held on to for the next couple of weeks even. Um, and so for a while I thought, you know, things were great. Did I think I was, you know, at the beat, at the lead, you know, in, in front of everybody or anything? No, but, um, but I definitely felt like there was something there and it could progress into something. Isn't it funny though, that you can like hold on to a moment and be like this, this could be it. Yeah. Well, it also helps that they ask you about it every other day. Oh, every other minute, maybe. Every other day is generous. (laughs) I know, seriously. So she has said that you only talk to her about the weather. Is that true? No, I mean, again, it's been a long time. But um, I remember us having some pretty good conversations. I mean, I don't know what kind of conversations she was having with some of the other guys, (laughs) but... um, 
you know, especially in the beginning, I was super nervous. Okay. Um, and I really had no idea what else, not necessarily what else to talk about, but I think at the beginning, I probably talked about the weather. Of course. Oh, it's so cold outside. Or, oh. Right. Wow, look at those rocks. <laughs> Literally anything I could think of. Um, it took me, I want to say it took me about a week or two to really relax in front of the camera. I think that was that was hard for me. Yeah. Um, but I remember, I think it was after that one-on-one date, we got to go back to the hot tub and hang out at wherever she was staying for a little bit. And that was actually a lot of fun because we got to actually talk a little bit about our lives and talk about, the, you know, our 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 background and, you know, a future and things like that. And that was pretty fun. So um, I definitely elaborated more than on the weather when, when <laughs> we were talking then. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it kicked me off too. Well, someone asked what the guys do in the house. So I know what the women do in the house, but what do the guys do? Like push-ups, uh, beer pong? Like what's the what's the vibe? It's funny. I feel like it's one or the other. So there are the guys that literally lay around and do nothing and drink. And then there's the other half of the guys that will, you know, be adamant about, you know, working out and trying to stay in shape and all this stuff. I would say when we were all back at the mansion, it was much easier because it was uh, more relaxing environment. We all brought, everybody brought something. Some person brought resistance bands, some person right. brought uh, CRX and dumbbells and stuff. Um, but once we started traveling uh, to the, like the hotels and different countries and stuff, it definitely became a lot more challenging. I that's a big thing for me. It keeps me sane. And so I made sure I worked out pretty much every <laughs> opportunity that I got. Um, but at the same time, uh, it's hard when you're on vacation and stuff like that. You know, you, you go when you can, but then you, you do a lot of sitting around and talking and, mm-hmm. and things like that. When there's just so much eating, there's so much food. Oh, God, all the time. It's so hard. You can lose all this weight and get toned up before the show, and then it's just over. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. It's, it's so, so difficult. So who were you closest to in the house? I would say the people that I was closest to uh, were uh, Jared and Ben and uh, Tanner. Okay. And Sean and I got along pretty well, actually, as well. Hmm. Um, and then I think Josh, Joshua, Joshua Albers yeah. from, from, from Idaho. Uh, we all got along pretty good. Um, it's funny cause JJ and I did not really get, get along on the show at all. Cause he was kind of, he was, he was kind of a little bit more playing that villain role. Right, right, right. Um, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't really get along at all in the show. Uh, we didn't really ha- interact that much. And then after the show, after the fact, we, we actually got along great and you know, we, we visited each other, we hung out a lot and he's one of the people that I've seen a lot compared to some of the other people that are on the show. And I posed a few, uh, questions to my Facebook group. So some of these are written from other people. Um, oh, cool. She said, what kind of behavior, if any, did he see from Joe Bailey that the viewers didn't see that would have tipped us off to his temper? So it was actually really funny because uh, when, we, when we were on our season, everybody loved Joe. Like Joe was really? from a small town in Kentucky. He was like the class clown. We all loved him. And he was just hilarious. Like Joe's just one of those guys where you just, he, he lights up a room and he makes everybody laugh, which was so weird because when he went on paradise, it was like Jekyll and Hyde. I don't know what happened. I don't know if the stress got to him or something, but like, and even I remember Jared and Tanner, when they went down to paradise, they said the same thing. They were like, we didn't recognize him when he came back down to paradise. Like he was a different person, but on my season, he was awesome. Like he was, um, I mean, we were die- like all, even the producers and everybody was just dying laughing at the jokes that he would make. What the heck happened to him? Well, that's what we don't know. I'm bringing him on next week. We got to find out. You got to find find out what happened <laughs> after after The Bachelor and before Paradise. Right. What happened in that window? Catherine Prindeville Bacall. I probably messed that up. Is there anything that didn't get aired that he wishes they did? Um, let me think. Um. As far as the Bachelorette goes, um, not really. I think that everything that was 
everything was pretty much on the bachelorette was was pretty much as is like nothing nothing actually no i take that back on the bachelorette there was one moment there was one moment in san antonio where caitlin was having a really really shitty time and something had happened or something like that where she was feeling down Mm -hmm. and i remember grabbing her and pulling her aside and i played uh it was kind of like speed dating where i wrote on index cards and it was one of those things where it's like uh, wine or beer, uh, yeah. beach or snow, or some, something super simple and funny. And um, and I remember doing that, and we had a blast doing it. It was short. It was quick. I got to learn a lot about her. And it made her day from the standpoint of I felt like it kind of relaxed her and brought her back down a little bit, which was good. So, of course, they never showed that. Of course not. Of course not. Why would they do that? Um <laughs> But actually, more importantly, it was Paradise that I was more frustrated over. Well, we will definitely talk about what they left out from Paradise because there's a lot. So hold your thought on that. Okay. Um, But her follow-up was that I remember he kind of looked boring, which is a bummer because I really liked him. What did we not get to know about him? So... I would agree with the fact that I probably looked boring on the show because I think that, in, especially in the beginning, the cameras definitely got to me. I think that was uh, that's something that I, that's hard for somebody that's that's haven't hadn't been on TV or anything like that to understand. But that's something that took me a long time because I've never in my life before that I was never really the center of attention or anything like that. And so to have you know hundreds of millions of people uh dialed in to see you and just having that thought of the cameras being there that that was that definitely got to me a little bit right and it definitely made me um i would say it it it, it uh it tightened me up where i wasn't i wasn't relaxed i wasn't goofy i wasn't funny um for the for my friends that do know me you know i i can be funny i can be relaxed um, and I, I do, you know, relax and have a great time with my friends. And so I felt like because of the cameras and stuff, I was a little bit more uptight than I normally was. And the camera probably showed that as boring. You're not boring in our eyes now, now that we're getting to know you. Thank you. I appreciate it. But that's actually one thing about the show that I can talk about in a positive way, for sure, um, which is the show definitely, and I don't know how many other people can say this as well, but mm-hmm. um the show definitely changed me from that standpoint. Um, it made me do so many things that were way outside of my comfort zone and made me talk about my feelings and made me talk about my day in general, which most guys don't normally right. do. Um, and so from that standpoint, it really helped me. I can honestly like attribute this, attribute this to the show that I became more open, I became more talkative, and I kind of relaxed a little bit more after the show. Uh, and so... Especially watching it back, I remember thinking like, dude, relax. Why are you so excited? (laughs) Aaron Proctor said, did he ever think he was going to be The Bachelor? Oh, man. Um, So they, uh, this is uh, is funny. Um, So they actually reached out to me about being The Bachelor um, going into the next season. And it came down to me and Ben Mm-hmm. And um, and I, I tell this story very loosely because I don't know what was going on behind the scenes right. or anything like that. I can just kind of tell my side of it. Um, to me, they made they made it seem like they they really wanted me to be the bachelor, and they you know I had producers calling me and stuff, asking my opinion on you know what I wanted or what I thought and this and that. And for me. I, did, I looked at the decision as, as something very serious. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know how many bachelors do that, but I looked at it from a very serious standpoint. Um, I I was 26 at the time. A lot right. of people forget that. Like, I was one of the... Me, Ben, and Jared were ben the youngest people Ben was 26, too, right? I think ben I remember... Ben was 26, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was funny because the three of us were some of the most mature people on that season. Um but, uh, so they, so they, they were talking to me about being the bachelor and stuff. And we were, you know, and I, had, I had reached out, I think it was to Ben cause I, I had heard rumors that he was also going to be on the show or that he, they wanted him to be the bachelor. Mm-hmm. And I remember we were in, uh, we were, I was going back and forth to the producers on it. And I remember being in Colorado, I was driving my brother across the country to go to college and I stopped by in Colorado to see, to see Ben. And I remember sitting down and talking to him. And we were at, we were on the balcony of this bar over in Denver somewhere, and um, and I asked him. I said, you know, have they been talking to you about the Bachelor and like how or about being the Bachelor and how far along did you go and stuff? And uh, and he's like, yeah, they've been talking to me and stuff. And and I remember telling him, I'm like, well, you know, on a scale of one to ten, how much like how how much would you do it? Like ten being you would go right now, and one being like, oh, I, I'm not going to do it. 
And I remember him saying, it's a, it's a 10. Like, I would do it 100% if they asked me right now. And I remember thinking to myself, I'm like, I'm, it's funny because, like, I was on the fence about it. I, I felt like it was a lot of pressure. And, um, the, like, mentally, the show, like, it, it stressed me out watching myself back and all this stuff. Even though I didn't make a fool of myself or anything like that, I felt like it was a lot to handle. And I was honestly, I wasn't sure if I was ready to get married. And... Mm-hmm. I, I know nowadays, like, literally, people get on the show, they get engaged, and it's just, like, a long engagement. So I, I know that, like, like looking back now, I probably could have gone on and not been sure if I was going to get married or not. But to me at the time, I think that I, I took that a lot to heart, and I, asked, I, was, I was wondering, I was like, am I ready to get married? And I was on the fence about it. And now I, I don't want to sound like some, you know, great hero or friend or anything like that, but literally I had my buddy there who was also being asked, and he was 100% in to doing this. Mm. And this was before social media, before we realized how big of a business opportunity it could be and all this. And I literally told him, I'm like, well, listen, man, like, um, I'm going to tell them tomorrow, like, that I'm out. And whether or not, like, whatever you do with it is up to you. Like, I'm not saying that they would have picked me by any means. But um, but I'm going to tell you face to face, like if they try and say that they have other people in the running and they try to like, you know, manipulate you money wise, I was like, dude, get as much money as you can. Like I'm bound, I, I'm bound out. I'm going to tell them tomorrow that I don't want to do it because I don't want to want, I don't want to take that from somebody that's 100% like ready to get married, ready to do this. Um, and, and so I like next day I called him. I'm like, yeah, I just don't think I'm going to do it. And, um, hindsight's always 2020, obviously. And I, I, I'll, I'll sit here and tell you, I have no regrets. I made the best decision with the information that was given to me at the time. Um, looking back, would it have been an awesome experience? And, and if I was single, would I do it 100%? But at the time I just wasn't ready. And I think that, I, I think that Ben was, and he couldn't have been a better bachelor. I agree with you. I just, maybe they would have done a Ben versus Ben like they did Caitlin versus Britt. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe they would have. We could walk down the maybe road all we want. Right. Yeah. I know, can't we? So let's talk about Paradise. Um, okay. I had a couple funny questions. Caroline okay. Quinn Dowd said, before Paradise, how many Bachelor Gals DMs did you slide into? Oh my gosh. So I want to say before, so I, I, I can't remember which season of Paradise it was. It was the first or the second one that I didn't go on. You didn't go on two? two? I, I didn't go on two and I ended up going on to the four. third. Yeah, it was, it was Bachelor know. Bachelor in Paradise 2 and 3 is what I said no to, and I ended up going on 4. Yes, yes, yes. Bef- I want to say it was before 2 or 3. I can't remember which one. It was before one of them. I remember I was – here's my problem. I'm too nice, and I fall <laughs> into this problem where, like, I want – I genuinely want to help people, and I know how hard the whole process was for me. And I genuinely wanted to help people because I, I had been so stressed from everything. Like, I, lit- I literally got shingles from the stress from the show. Mm-hmm. And so I always love helping people in some way, shape, or form. And so if I can help people, I will. And I remember there was a couple girls that I actually reached out to with potentially looking to, you know, maybe do something with them and date them or something. But there was a lot of girls that I reached out to that I was like, hey, welcome to the Bachelor family. Um, if there's anything I can help you with, I know this is a stressful process, like, 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 let me know. And that was like 100% genuine. Now, what I didn't know at the time is how many girls would take that as, hey, he wants to date me on Paradise. Yeah, that what I, that's what I did not realize. But, yeah. um... But that, yeah, that I, if I were to do it over again, I would definitely just be like, hey, you're a nice guy, but I'm just going to not reach out to a bunch of people and ask, and ask them, uh, offer my help. I'm like, just keep your shit to yourself. I just have a distinct recollection because all the girls from, from Ben's season had a group text. And once the show was kind of over, the text turned into like, so who do you want in paradise, girls? Like, who do you want to date? And oh yeah. my God, there was a resounding Ben Zorn. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and i knew i wasn't going on so i was just sitting here kind of you know eating my popcorn or whatever but of um, course it was, of course. it was just so fun yeah 
I mean, they definitely do a good job with that. And like I said, I, I kind of shot myself in the foot because of that, because I was like, this is what I get for trying to be nice and trying to like, you know, help people. And, and I, I do love talking to people in general. Mm -hmm. Um, but that was actually, I think part of the reason why I didn't go was because I didn't want, I didn't want to go down there at the time and like have, I, I know this sounds funny, but have like four or five girls fighting over me and then having, having, having one girl come in a week later and then another girl come in a week later being like, Oh, he was talking to me this, he was saying this. And I'm like, I'm the guy that's going to look like the asshole here. Like that's, it's only going to look bad on me in that situation. Are you a spoiler guy? Uh, Yes. Because I feel like that's what's going to happen to Blake on Paradise this it, season. Exactly. <laughs> You're avoiding exactly. the Blake. <laughs> yes, I was avoiding the Blake. I kind of, for, I saw it before it was going to happen. I remember no. thinking, I'm like, this is probably not a good idea to go down there. I should probably just take a step back and like, you like rethink all this. Yeah. And literally, that from what I've heard, <laughs> that's literally exactly yeah. what happened to him. Well, what was funny was before season three, I went out to LA to test. I was like still kind of, eh, I don't really know. But I had posted a video of the bathtub in the hotel. And then you commented on it and you were like, I, I, the same bathtub is in my room. And I was like, you're here too? <laughs> and then we both didn't go on. Yes. So that was another one where I went yep. down there and I was like, I was ready to go on it. And then things happened and I was like you know what I'm just, I'm just not ready I'm just not I'm not down for this we just got a nice yeah. trip to LA out of it right I mean <laughs> nice. it's hard to say no to those here's another really difficult name Alethea I'm not even going to try with the rest how did the how did they convince you to finally go on paradise um, that's a great question um, I think it was I was finally at the point where I was I was far enough removed from, from my season where things had kind of toned down a little bit um, I was, I was in a good place in my business where I was, I started running my own business and stuff. And so I had, I had, I had the flexibility and the freedom to leave without asking anybody if I could, mm. um, that was part of it too. And then also at the time, I think I was like, you know what, like, it's like, why not do it now? I had no, I had no reason not to. The other times I think there was other stuff going on and I was like, well, you know, I don't know if I want to go that route and stuff, but literally there was a point where they asked me at the right time, how do you feel about this season? I was like, damn, like, I, I don't even have a, like an excuse for this season. I'm like, <laughs> sure, throw me in the mix. Why not? So here's where we get into the topic of what was edited out of a season. Um, apparently, oh, great. apparently you and Danielle had a romance that just never showed whatsoever. Yes, nothing whatsoever. Um, so that was an interesting thing because Danielle had, Danielle had, I, Danielle and I had actually met up once before. Okay. Um, and we had talked before the show. And so I actually got to get to know her a little bit and we had a pseudo pseudo date beforehand okay. and we ha and we had a blast. So I kind of already knew going in that like there was going to be somebody on the show that I think I would, I would hit yeah, it off with, yeah. I think, okay. I think. And so I went down there and um, when I can't remember, I think she, I can't remember if she was one of the original or she came down after, I think. Um, but it, we, when she came down, you know, I was like, okay, this is great. Like, you know, she's going to take me out on a date. We're going we're gonna to go and we're going to have a blast and blah, blah, blah. And she ended up taking, I think, Dean on the date or somebody else on the date. And I remember thinking, I'm like, are you serious? Like, like we just, like, I, that, that's the one person that I thought, like, was for sure going to take me on the one-on-one. And uh, she ended up taking Dean, and then I was like, okay, no worries. She's going to come back, and I'm just going to make my own date. And this is what, of course, that they never showed on Paradise. I made about, like, three or four dates for, for girls, uh, for, for Raven and I think really? a couple other. I made up my own dates because I got tired of not getting my own one-on-ones. And in Paradise, for, there's no rules. You can literally do whatever you want. And so I started to come up with these dates. And, and for Danielle, like, I was going to barbecue on the beach. And I was going to have, like, a little tablecloth set up and all these other things. And so I had all these ideas and plans. And, like, I had producers working on it for me. And then when it came down to actually – so there, there was a couple of them that I did. Um, like, I did s'mores, I think, for Raven or Danielle or something like that. 
Um, and then uh, there was the one, the dinner one on the beach that I was going to do that I had planned. Producers said they had a barbecue coming in and this and that. And that was the night where Christina saw Dean in the hot tub yeah. or something like yeah, that. Or something, yeah. It was a pool, yeah. And so it was funny because it was ironic because that was the night that all that happened. And so my storyline just kind of got thrown off to the side. I was so oblivious to everything. I didn't even know her and Dean were like a thing like that. Um, I was so oblivious to everything that uh, I, I didn't even see it. And so it was funny because that night, Christina and I were literally sitting on the beach and she's telling, telling me about Dean. I'm telling her about Danielle. <laughs> and of course, they just, they just show the Christina and Dean dynamic because that's obviously more interesting than mine. So then they just basically took you and said, we're just going to give him like the, the dog edit. <laughs> yes. So, well, that was, I think, part of the reason why I left Paradise. And I, knew, I know they made it look like I left because of my dog. <laughs> but um, but the night before was that night with Dean. And that I felt like to me for uh, Danielle and I had been talking and we were I, I felt like we were progressing to a certain point. And I didn't know all that stuff was going on with Dean behind the scenes. And so once I found that out, I was like, all right, well, uh, I'm not I'm obviously not cool with that. I'm not I'm not going to play the game. I'm not going to do that stuff. I was like, listen. If that's what she wants to do, that's totally fine, but I'm not going to go down that route. And I remember talking to one of the producers and being like, like, who else do we have coming in? Is it worth sticking around? And I remember them, I think they told me that they're the, the people that were coming in. And I remember thinking, I'm like, there's four days left in paradise. Like, there's no, like, I'm not interested in the people that are still coming in. Mm-hmm. I might as well. And of course, they're going to push you to do this because it's more dramatic. But, um, but there was no point in me really sticking around. Uh, because there was nobody else that I was looking forward to. And it was, I think it was, I think I went home on a Sunday and I want to say the season ended on a Tuesday. Mm. And, and so it was, do I wait another day on the beach and then get told, Hey, if you don't have somebody that you're matched up with, you're then gone. you're gone. You know, I'm like, well, that's kind of anticlimactic. And so, uh, and so I told everybody, I'm like, listen, man, like I'm out. There's nobody else that I'm really looking for. And, um, like, I'm just gonna, I'm going to head out when I felt like it. And I didn't even know at the time that Christina was going to leave that same night. Mm. So producers did uh did an amazing job on uh on on orchestrating that whole scene was there anyone else that had you had your option to bring someone down the stairs anyone you would have hoped to walk down at that point honestly i don't know um yeah i don't know off the top of my head i can't think of anybody right now but okay so then they in the end as the show is airing you talk about your dog Zeus a lot, and then when you go home, you say you want to go home to Zeus. Of course, you. They. Oh my God! It probably took them about half an hour to get me to say that. I was so like, I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it. And then finally, I was like, All right, I'll do it as long as you get off my back. And they finally got me to say it. And of course, I'm like, I knew they were gonna air that. I knew it. So how often did you talk about Zeus? Let's just get that out of the way. So. Let me say this. When you first get a dog, obviously you're excited about getting a dog. Mm -hmm. What was funny was that Raven had just got a puppy also. And so we were both excited about, about our dogs. And so we had went back and forth a little bit about our dogs, the way they edited it. They made it look like all I talked about. They made it literally look like I would say, Oh, how's your dog? And then they made Raven look like I'm talking about something completely different. Um, So we we actually both had dogs that were the same age, and so we were both excited about our dogs. And at that time, when you don't really know anything about somebody, like it's fun to have a connection about something. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I mean, it was to the point where I think I maybe talked about him two or three times on the entire show. It was to the point where I remember after the season when they were doing like their interviews and they were redoing it, I remember somebody, I think it was Adam or Robbie or something like that. I remember them texting me and being like, dude, just a heads up. I think they're trying to spin this like you're going to be talking about your dog a lot because they were asking me, they were asking me tons of questions about your dog. And I'm like, are you serious? Like, I remember thinking to myself, I'm like, really? Like, that's the storyline they're going with? Like, I don't remember. I don't even remember that being a thing. But uh, apparently it was more than I thought. I mean, do you regret going on at all? No, not at all. I think that 
I think that for myself, I think it was a great, um, it was a great thing for me to go on the show. Um, it, it kind of it let me step away from the regular world and get me back into all that stuff. And it also did help me realize a little bit more about exactly what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. And so I think to, to, I think I attribute paradise to that as well, where, um, I felt like I got a little bit more, um, I figured out a little bit more about what I didn't want when I was on that show. Okay. Now we get to life currently. The common okay. question, we just want an update on Zeus. How's it going? <laughs> How's it doing? He's doing so good. Um, I, I can't tell you how many people meet me for the first time, and the first thing they say to me is, how's Zeus? <laughs> um, I, I'd love to say it gets old, and it, it does, but at the same time, it's almost like it's funny at this point because I don't even have to respond before they start laughing anyway. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, he, he's so good. He's, he's such a good dog. And um, I, it's one of those things where um, – I've put a lot of time and energy into working with him and training with him and all this stuff um, where people see him and they're like, wow, like he's a really good dog. How do I get my dog to do that? And I'm like, well, first of all, there's a lot of time that I put into, into training him and stuff. And so um, I think that definitely helps with creating a bond and things like that. I wonder if like he has any idea how famous he is. I don't know if he does. I, I really don't know if he does, but he's like the most photogenic dog I've ever seen he's on the a, planet. He's a cutie. Yeah, he's great. But uh, yeah, so we can wrap that up right there with a bow and just say he's doing There he's doing you great, go, everybody. everyone. The update. The other update everyone wanted is that you have a girlfriend. I do. I do. I have a beautiful, amazing girlfriend that I love. Um, she's fantastic. Did she watch you on the show? She did. I think she watched me on The Bachelor. Um, I don't know. I don't think she watched me on Bachelor in Paradise. Now that I actually no, I take that back. We we did watch it together. I think. Okay, so you had already been with her as that was airing or something. Yeah. So we had an interesting story where um, she actually reached out to me originally for personal training when I got off The Bachelor, but before it aired. Like she didn't even know that I was on the show. It was like in that time period between being off the show and the show airing. So she had no idea about everything. So um, she, we, she originally reached out to me for personal training. I quickly realized, I'm like, this girl is awesome and cool and Aww. funny and all this and beautiful. And I was like, I'm going to be honest. Like, I can't train you. I, I, don't, I don't do, I don't mix business and pleasure and all that stuff. I literally told her, I'm like, I would actually like to go on a date with you. I can't train you. And, um, and we went back and forth a couple times. Uh, it, it was one of those, for those people that don't know, um, you, when you get on the show, your life goes from zero to like a million miles an hour overnight. And our season was the first season where social media became a thing. And so that's when I felt like everything kind of blew up to a whole nother level is when social media got involved. And um, my life was just nuts. So we went on dates here and there, but I, I told her, like, I'm like, listen, I'm not... I'm just, I can't, I can't be in a relationship right now. I'm in no position. I'm traveling all the time. I'm going to Canada for appearances. Right. And I'm like, literally, I'm like, I can't do this. And so we kind of dated. There were periods where we dated. There were periods where we dated other people over the course of like, like two or three years. And wow. when I was on Paradise and I was down there and I'm thinking about everything, I'm thinking about, you know, like, what is it? that I want in a person like what am I looking for in that person that I want to spend the rest of my life with and stuff and I kept thinking about qualities that were referring back to Stacy yeah and so when I got off the show I took about a week or two and I'm just like sitting there and just kind of like you know get my bearings on life again and then I was like let me reach out to her and see what she's doing see you know maybe we can meet up or something Mm -hmm. and we did and she was it was funny because she set me very straight from the beginning. She's like, listen, I don't want to do this back and forth anymore. We're either, you're either all in or you're out. Like, I don't want to do that anymore. So yeah, good for her. And, um, and I told her, I was like, all right, like if we're going to do it, like we're going to do it for sure. We're going to do it. I'm all in. If it works great. If it doesn't, we'll at least have, have tried it for real this time. Mm -hmm. And, um, and we tried it. And as they say, the rest is history. How long's it been? Um, we are coming up on two years now. Yeah, so, so I feel like it's around two years. We're coming up on two years now, yeah. That's so great. You guys are beautiful, by the way. Beautiful couple. Super Thank thrilled you. for you. It. 
The annoying question, Tara Berry wants to know, are there wedding bells in the future? Yes, I believe so. There are, uh, there are going to be wedding bells in the future. I, I definitely think that she is, she's the one, if you will. Uh, yeah, so, you, so that's Congrats. news for everybody. That's Thank awesome. you so much. So let's, let's like pitch all of your social medias, and, and a lot of people want to know like if you're available for personal training. How does one train with you? Yeah, so there's a couple of different ways. If they're local in San Jose and the Bay Area and stuff, I do personal training as well. Um, and they can reach out to me on any of my social platforms or through or through my email, um, which you can find through through my Instagram as well. So any of the social media platforms, you can get to me. Um, if they're not local, if they're not in the Bay Area or anything like that, you can, same thing, reach out to me on any of my channels, social media channels, Ben Zorn Life on Instagram, um, or, uh, or you can email me at benzornmedia.com at gmail.com. Either of those work. Uh, my brother and I do an online online training business called Zorn Fitness, and we focus on life and longevity, and we're not into the fat diets and, like, lose 10 pounds mm-hmm. in 10 days kind of thing. We're not into that. We want to give people the – we want to educate people and show people that it's 100% doable to lose the weight and keep it off if you do it the right way um, in a way that's going to – um, work into your life. I, I like to call it fitting fitness into your own life rather than the other way around. Um, and so uh, if they want to reach out to me for that, I'm more than welcome to do that. Um, we have an app uh, which we work with people on where we, we have videos for people and all that stuff. Um, and I'd be more than happy to share um, like the pricing and all that stuff when, when people email me and reach out to me. Reach out. So go basically go to Ben's Instagram and then you'll find everything from there. Exactly. I'd be more than happy to help everybody. I'm, I'm, for those of you that don't know me, I'm extremely passionate about health and fitness. It is what I love to do. I love to help people. And um, I want to try and help as many people as possible. So if, you, if you're lo- looking to lose 5 pounds, 10 pounds, 100 pounds, whatever it is, um, I'm your guy. I can definitely help you get there and keep it off. I think that's the key there. I have one final important question. <laughs> Julie right, Johansson said, would he rather have his breath smell like fart or his laugh sound like a fart? Ooh, that's a great question. <laughs> um, I I don't know if I could get past the la- the laughing farting thing. I'd probably go with my breath smell like a fart. As bad as that would sound... <laughs> I don't know if I, I would just close my mouth and just sign language and everything. What's life if you never laugh? You know, like you can't have that. Yeah, that makes right? sense. Right, I know. That you makes got, sense. You got to be able to laugh. <laughs> well, thank you for answering such a very important question. Of course. And you have a great day, Ben. Appreciate you being so honest about your whole experience. Yeah, and, of course. Uh, we'll thank wait you so for much um. Me. Yeah, we'll wait for the wedding bells. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sounds okay. Good. Say hi to Zeus for us. Okay, I will. Okay, bye, Ben. All right, bye.